Justice Losers, podcast where we're talking about that's going to spike like shit. Uh, podcast where we're talking about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host. Matt, Matt. Matt, what should people do? Uh, do. <laughs> well, I think I talked about Twitter last time, so hit us up on Facebook. Yeah, go to our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's where most of our activity is. Yeah, that's where we talk about stuff we ask about. And we ask questions relating to our coming episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I post all my reviews on there. Yep. So, yeah, plenty of – not plenty of great content. There's occasional content that's up to our usual standards. <laughs> <laughs> you can come up with whether or not our standards are good or complete nonsense. Yep. Uh, yes. Uh, Matt, what you been up to? Uh, well, a couple things. Uh, one, I just got back from watching Solo again, which – wasn't worse the second time. It was, it was fun. It was fine. I think I've been thinking about it. I think I've kind of condensed my thoughts down into like four things. Um, on a micro level, it's very obvious that the people that did this cared a lot about Star Wars because there's a lot of respect for the details and okay. a lot of cool references and stuff. But also on a micro level, there's no real wow moments. Mm. There's nothing that makes you sit up and go, whoa. Well, and there is. Okay. <laughs> there, there is one. There but is a moment, but it's also like not super connected to the movie itself. Yeah, no, it's not. It, it it can it can be in any movie. Yeah, anyone get you would get any reaction from, like the same reaction from anybody regardless of a movie. Yeah, is. yeah. Whereas like even thing Last Jedi, even if you hate that movie, there are a couple of big wow moments mm-hmm. in there. Um, and then I think also on a macro level, one thing it does well is that it doesn't do anything especially badly. Characters are mostly fine. Plot makes sense. Okay. Like, yeah, it's, I mean, no, it's my, not brilliant. My biggest, my biggest problem is that it took all of his adventures and crammed it into one thing. Yeah. Are we beyond, like, spoiler threshold for it now? No, I don't think so. No. It's only been out a couple of weeks. I still feel like anyone who's going to see it or cares about spoilers has seen it. It's, it's that what? way with, like, the main. <laughs> that ties into part of my news, which is that it's going to lose money. Yes! <laughs> Vindication! Yep, except makes me a little worried about what lucasfilm is going to do going forward because mm-hmm. they saw this fail they saw the ridiculous divisiveness well, of the last jedi okay i wonder if they're going to kind of like distance themselves from this movie mm-hmm. uh a lot of franchises have kind of done that yeah um sure because this one was like recipe for disaster kind from of. day from day yeah. one um so they'll make it into the X-Men's origin Wolverine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's something that, like, they know was going to be bad. Mm-hmm. They spent the money. Might as well try to make some, some of it back. Yep. Uh, just so it's not a complete tank where they just drop it. Yeah. And then they will put it behind them and move forward to Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, I also, this week, uh, finally got around to watching the new Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's fun. That's what I heard. It's, um, I had to go watch the original one. Again, I have, no, I have I have, have, I have seen, the, seen the first one. Okay, when I, I was not. a kid. I still have not. <laughs> it actually scared me when I was a kid. Okay, because it's you know giant monsters, beep, well, beep, yeah. beep. giant monsters running around and mm-hmm. scariness happening. Yeah. yeah, well, the I don't know about the original. I can't speak to that, but I like the sequel. It's okay. I mean, it's very much constrained by the limitations of its genre. It's an action comedy. Yeah, it can't take too many big risks, but it knows that. Okay. Which is kind of the best thing it has going for it because it finds a way to. How many have... times does it play Welcome to the Jungle? I think just once. Is it like a credits thing? 
Yeah. I really like it's that. It's like right at the end. I really like that's what they did with like Iron Man 1. Mm-hmm. Is they didn't play Iron Iron Man until like credits. Yeah. They didn't like go, hey, look, it's a song with the name of a movie. Yeah. Look. <laughs> as best as I can remember, it was only at the end. That's a voice. But, but that's a it's a voice that's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got good character moments and it's got something to say, but it doesn't like try to get all heavy handed or anything. And it's. It's nice. It's a, it's a good, fun, enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they made it. Cool. I still need to see it. Yep. It's on my list of literally a thousand movies to watch. That one? Did I tell you about this? You told me about this. Okay. There's no way that's in the top thousand movies on IMDb. Well, it's not. But. But there's other movies beyond that. Okay. Because I suppose there's some space where you've already seen yeah, some exactly, ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of, I guess, is that what you've been up to? Is that? I've got one more thing. Okay. You yeah, do some of yours. Okay. Uh, well, I just decided that there's a lot of movies that i haven't seen mm-hmm. uh it's not like i haven't known that for a long time <laughs> it's not like we haven't established that just it's like not every like we other didn't episode. do it from like the first episode where we're just like i haven't seen a lot of movies yeah and also where i talk about for 10 years i watched nothing but star wars lord of the rings and harry potter yep um so i decided to print off imdb's top 1000 movies and mm-hmm. i sorted it i made it like three column thing it's like seven pages of three columns mm-hmm. like 12 point font and it's all got little bubbles by him so i can fill them in mm-hmm. uh and i went through i filled in all the ones that i've seen i've seen all, a lot more than i filled in mm-hmm. but i want to see it to where like I, I i basically was like if i look at the name and be like this is the plot these are some scenes that aren't like iconic scenes mm-hmm. stuff like that and so i was like okay i feel like i and then other movies that like I have seen, and I don't really care to see again. Okay. I filled in. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what. Oh, Avatar. Oh yeah. I've seen it. I know it's Dances with Wolves. Right. For fuck's sake. Yeah. We don't, <laughs> don't need to see that again. Um, it's we'll Dances. Probably, we might have to rewatch it before the sequel. Oh no, you're right. So we have to rewatch we'll, we'll it four s- times. We'll save your rewatch for that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Keep but me updated on going through that list because there's plenty that I haven't seen one that is, I want to. Actually, number the first one is Shawshank Redemption. Okay. It's the number one movie. Uh, the next one is Godfather Part 2. Mm-hmm. And like literally like three down is Godfather, I think, Part 3. Nope. Part, part 1. Then. Okay. Yeah. Part 3 is on the list. Good. It's on the list, though. Yeah, it is on the list. It's <laughs> like it's still – Yeah. Okay. But I no, have it's those, hilarious. I have those on DVD, by the, the way. It, within the first half, there's two, the two, one and two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, those are, those are so, up there. And those are both on Netflix, so I will be watching right. them soon. Other than that, I have finally started getting back into Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of waiting I'm so proud on, of him. <laughs> instead of waiting on my mom to like – No. Instead of waiting on me to actually find the power, like willpower to come out here yep. and watch it with my mom and also – forced through the weird sex scenes yeah there's a um, lot of and also trying to mm-hmm. convince sean to watch the really gory stuff mm-hmm. i was just like you know what i'm just gonna watch it yep when i watch it yeah so i've been watching uh, i'm about six episodes five and a half episodes in okay but uh no it's i mean it's game of thrones I, yeah the 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 gore still actually kind of catch, catches me off guard oh yeah because that's not something that you often see right it's really it's there. worse than mo- like rated r movies oh like yeah hard r movies yeah <laughs> oh, just wait, you haven't even gotten to the good stuff yet. Oh, good. Because, like, I think the first one that – oh, I think the one that actually kind of, like, creeped me out the most – not really – no, it didn't creep me out. It got me, and I was sad, is that – spoiler alert for, like, episode four or five. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, then whatever. Is when uh, uh, Ned Stark's 
guard got stabbed in the eye. Yeah. I was so sad. Yeah. I liked that guy. Yeah. He was just quiet and he did what he was told and yeah, he was nice to, he was nice to Arya. Yep. And it was just I was that's, like, fuck you. That's kinda how Game God of Thrones is Jamie. gonna go. You'll get attached to characters and then they'll get stabbed in the eye. More like Jamie Assenster. Just wait, you're gonna love him in about four seasons. Are you really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What? Yep. Like, love him because he's like no, you kind will, of a good guy now? Or? You will genuinely like him as a character. I won't say why. Oh, fucking hell. Yep. <laughs> well, it looks like I'm just going to skip three seasons. <laughs> season four. Well, then you'll hate him because you won't know why you like him. Okay. <laughs> Takes time. All right. So that's what I've been but up yeah, to. Great show. Uh, I've been also reading Superman. Mm-hmm. The new 52 Superman, which is just fine. Mm-hmm. It really, it covers all of the bases that you would expect a Superman. I, re- I don't really know how to phrase this. It covers all of the pop culture knowledge of Superman really early on. Okay. Like, I think I even, it covers, like, what would happen if he goes crazy? Because you get, you get like, a doppelganger who goes crazy mm-hmm. and kills everyone. Uh, you get um, why uh, you get the classic, like, where's Clark? Oh, there's Superman. And, like, oh, where's Clark? He keeps disappearing in some really fucking weird, mm-hmm. bizarre, lying way. Um, <laughs> and then I think they actually cover, like, why his glasses work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really do a good job, now that I think about it. Eh. Actually, didn't they... To my knowledge, he used to have the power to minutely, like, shift his face. Yeah, that sounds familiar. I don't know. Uh-huh. Anyway, I don't know. it's it's a slow start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the first time I read it, I was more interested in it, but now I kind of know what's going on oh. with it. It's yeah. so, like I knew who the doppelganger was, stuff like that, so mm-hmm. I was just kind of like... Yeah, okay. <laughs> All, All right. right, so that's what I've been up to. You got your last All right, uh, mm-hmm. one other thing. I read Punisher Max Volume 2, which is uh, even more over the top. I was surprised. It's more punishing and oh, yes. maxi pads. pads. Damn it! Worth of blood. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it very much felt like the first volume was restrained after reading Volume 2. Good Lord. Yeah, they go all out. And it's fun. It's not anything especially profound, but it's very is it entertaining. Punishing? Does he punish some people pretty hard? He punishes just so many people. Is there? That was in the 90s, wasn't it? The max... No, this is the max run is early aughts. Really? Yeah. It's post 9-11. Uh, that's right. We talked about that. Yeah. yeah. There's a, they, um. I still think they're late for like the extreme. Yeah. <laughs> extreme yeah. comic stuff. But it's. That was all in the 90s. It's kind of inspired by the post 9-11 fear and angst. The yeah. writer said that in the introduction. But, and then there's also like a plot point that um the cia stages an al-qaeda hijacking of a plane Hmm. so interesting yeah yeah well yeah it's good though uh check it out if you have a strong stomach (laughs) (laughs) i think the punisher series is one of i think like the netflix series are the ones that i would go to first Mm -hmm. when i was if i were to go to marvel if i were to betray my my ideals yeah go to marvel yeah but there's a well there's a lot of great daredevil comics out there that's kind of what i um punisher this is a good run i can't speak to others but i hear that there's some other good stuff Mm -hmm. out there um all right yeah any news oh lots of there's news lots of news i talked about solo we've got like a dozen trailers that i have listed um let's just run down these okay first one i have in all caps widows never seen it yeah I know you probably. We should. Know. How many? How many are there? How many trailers are there? Should we do that thing we did a while ago where we do like one sentence? 
for each trailer? Uh, I have 10 trailers listed. Okay, let's just do like one sentence for okay. each trailer. Widow's trailer, I have been excited about this movie forever because Steve McQueen is directing. He directed Shame, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. And it's an action thriller with uh, four female leads. I can't remember exactly who all of them are. Viola Davis and Elizabeth Debicki are a couple of them. And it's got like Liam Neeson and John Bernthal. And it's going to be like a heisty movie, but Steve McQueen's like a super artsy really technically sound director so this is gonna be fantastic your use of conjunctions was on point there i that kept it in one, one sentence. sentence there was one period one there. fucking <laughs> long sentence <laughs> i was keeping track of it too yep i was oh, like I i'm was waiting going. for a pause there was a little bit like when you kind of went i'm not sure i'm not really sure about that mm-hmm. seemed like a little break but it wasn't that was an interge- i was a kind of a it was a little wow in there yep you're insane. Indeed. I'm, You're a maniac. I, I have been excited for this movie since it was announced. I was super stoked that we finally That's a second it. sentence, Matt! I just won't say anything about Wreck-It Ralph 2 then, because I never saw the first one. Okay, neither am I. All right. So, Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, I will say, though, that, that uh, princess yes. clip was fucking amazing. That was a good gag. Although, I'm pretty sure... It, I think it actually does... It is inaccurate slightly, to my knowledge, and... I am a man, so I don't really face this stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think the most recent movies didn't have a big strong man fix the problems. Like Moana. She's the one that calmed the fucking mountain or the volcano down. Well, yeah, but she had to get... She had... She what, had the rock helping yeah, her. Yeah, the rock helping her. Uh, Frozen? This was yeah. straight up Anna. Oh, well, Sven and the... Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess Definitely I'm... the early ones, though. Oh, yeah. The Prince Charming ones, like, uh, ridiculously. Yeah. For sure. For yeah. sure. Um, Bumblebee. Looks great. I t- I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's directing it? I don't remember. Not Michael Bay. He's, not Michael he's Bay. He's not attached. <laughs> it um, doesn't look like jagged metal flying around a camera. No, it looks like a more intimate story. Maybe we'll get a couple of Transformers fighting. Yeah. Which is what we need. We, yeah. We a... don't... We we need the opposite of what we've gotten. We need a not world-ending conflict. We yeah, need exactly. characters and story. Yep. That's and what we're going to get. It looks I like. am concerned plot-wise for it being a prequel movie. Yeah. I don't know. I have I stopped watching after 2, so I don't know what happened in 3, 4, and 5, like if there's anything that developed Bumblebee's past more. I would not be shocked if they diverged this from the Transformers canon. That would be really cool. Yeah. They just said, "Okay, this is different." Yeah. We're just telling a different story now. We don't care about those ones. I like the little spit thing he does with the... Yeah. This was way more than one sentence. We're excited about this one. Yep. The the rest I'm not super excited about. Well, excuse the fuck out of you. There's one. Oh, yep. Never mind. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Uh, Lego Movie 2, though. Um. Okay. This will be a little more than one sentence. It's <laughs> stuck on the bottom of my shoe. Uh. So they do a little joke. We texted about this. Yes. I talked to Sean about this. They do a little joke where they're like... So you're the female, uh, what's her name? Wildfire? Uh, Wildstyle. Wildstyle. You do all the work, you're the strong one who does all the work, and he's the special one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ha ha ha, it's because she's the female and she's actually the badass. Look, feminism. And then woman in a fridge. Immediately. Like, in the trailers. Yeah. It's a, like, it's insanely a woman in a fridge. And again, yeah. to explain this to people who are maybe new or who still have mm-hmm. not understand, woman in a fridge is when a female counterpart to the ma- male main character gets killed, harmed, kidnapped in any other in any way mm-hmm. to give the ins- the male male character incentive to do something to be a hero. Right. So she got kidnapped. Right. And he's he literally in the trailer says, "I'm going to go rescue her." Yeah. And the rest of them. Like that makes it worse. Yes. Like everything made this woman in a fridge thing way worse. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> so like 
while I liked the first movie, and I'm sure this will be a fun movie, mm-hmm. that trope is still ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God damn it, Lego yeah. movie. Moving on. Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines. Looks looks like so much CGI. Looks, yeah. Boring CGI. I don't understand the concept of the... It's a, it, London eats things? London is a moving city, which already seems really impractical. Because, like, you know how much en- energy it would take to move a city around? Yeah. You know how you much energy the- it would take to leave a city there and then have smaller vehicles go around to gather up resources if that's what you need? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think it just seems like it's a an attempt at, like, uh, Snowpiercer, Mad Max, just loud metal but fighting. But young adult version. Yeah. Yeah. Loud metal fighting, fantasy, stuff like that. Yeah. Not excited. Not a, no, not looks, really. Looks bad. How about this one, though? Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> mm. That's going to be a lot of fun. I am more excited about this movie than I have been about any Marvel movie thus far. Wow. It's, no, it. you don't understand. <laughs> like, this animation style looks amazing. It's very pretty. The voice acting sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I am going to run out of synonyms for great <laughs> with this movie. You get every, you get Spider-Gwen, you get mm-hmm. fourth wall breaks, which is not yep. something you get really that much with Spider-Man. Not so much. He's um, got that sense of humor, but Look, not. if you get Deadpool, what? Bleh. <laughs> God, I don't know, man. I'm so excited for this movie. Yeah, this like, looks really great. Since the first trailer, like the teaser trailer, I have mm-hmm. been insanely excited for this just because of the, and they really like grasp. It seems that maybe they like went kind of light on the comic comic book animation style for the first thing to see the reaction, mm-hmm. and then they just went ham with it. Like they have the narration blocks. Oh yeah, he's like running past the narration blocks. Yeah, that was really cool that to was see. Clever. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. This looks great. Speaking of spiders, Girl in the Spider's Web. I heard about that. Don't know what it is. Is it a thing with that girl and the girl mm. and the dragon tattoo? Yes, it's the the girl, girl the and her dragon tattoo go on an adventure. Uh, oh, so it is the. It is yeah. It's okay. it's. Uh, I so, assume based on the name. Right. So there's the original trilogy of books. The girl who with the dragon tattoo played with fire, kicked the hornet's nest, something like that. And mm. then that author died. And some, someone else came in and wrote, like, another sequel, The Girl in the Spider's Web, which is supposed to be a lot worse. Uh, and so they're adapting that one. And <sighs> Was the most recent Girl with a Dragon Tattoo good? Well, okay, so we got three, like, actual Swedish adaptations, mm-hmm. Swedish language adaptations. And those, I've only seen the first one, but all three are supposed to be really good. The first okay. one was good. And then we got one that David Fincher directed about ten years ago. Uh, that was also really good with Daniel Craig. Okay. And that was the first one. And this one, it has different people behind it, different actress. Um, so it's it, not related? No. Will it be in the same universe, or will it be just its own thing? Well, it's, I mean, it's not really a movie universe. It's an adaptation of a book that's in the same yeah, universe. Yeah, but, like, is it going to use... It's probably not going to use any of the same actors or okay. anything like that. Uh, that was a really bad trailer, too. Just my, my go-to... One of my go-to metrics for judging if a movie is going to be good based on a trailer is how good the writing is in the trailer. Because you're going to put the good lines in. And if you can't have any good lines. If you don't have – yeah, there yeah. were a lot of bad lines in this one. If the best lines you have are bad yeah. lines, then bad lines, bad scenes, shit. bad act. It's yeah. This looks like it's going to be a mess. Yeah. Uh, how to Train Your Dragon 3. 
I know nothing about the first two. I have been told by numerous people to go watch the first two because apparently they're very good. They are good. Okay. I'm not a massive fan, but they're yeah. both enjoyable. Okay. I will go see them eventually. They're not on the list of a thousand, so okay, it'll be eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll see it before this comes out. Yeah. I might see it in theaters. I don't know if I want to see it in the theaters because it'll be surrounded by kids. That's true. I'm not excited enough about it. Yeah. So... Beg us to review it because we don't want to see it and it'll be funny. No, don't do that. We don't want to watch it. I mean, unless you guys want us to review it. like It's up to you. We're not going to say no to our (laughs) adoring masses of fans, Sean. Gage sometimes. Hannah, when you bully her into it. I don't think she's listened in a while. (laughs) Mark listens. Mark listens. Mark. Hey, Mark. Hi, Mark. Uh, (laughs) Halloween. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love the original one. I have never seen the I original loved, ones. Okay, so that's <laughs> the thing, though. I hate paranormal movies with a burning passion. I will never, ever watch a paranormal movie to, to review it. Mm-hmm. I hate paranormal movies. Okay. I can't sleep for days mm-hmm. after watching them. Like, I, I can't sleep with lights off. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I was shown uh, the, uh, oh, the Others when I was a really young kid. Okay. Couldn't sleep for months. Pretty sure that's the same guy who directed Jurassic World 2. Is it really? I think so. Am I thinking the right thing? The others? I think Where I they're think the so. dead ones? I haven't seen it, but... Um, okay, well, at the end, they're the actual Don't ones tell me. Dead. Did you actually hear what I said? No. Okay, good. You should actually go watch it. <laughs> I really... Yeah. From what I hear, it actually is... Oh, no. Like... It's not. It's a different guy. Okay. Anyway, I hate paranormal movies. I love slasher movies. Okay. I don't know what it is. Um... It's like the the stupidity of these teenage kids <laughs> that are always like I love the Geico commercial where they're like being chased by the guy. Yeah. It's like well, the, there's a, why don't we go to the running car? It's like no, we should go hide behind this wall of chainsaws. <laughs> and it's like that's exactly what happens exactly. in these things. Yeah. Um, and it's just like the the Nightmare on Elm Street, the Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. some of them, <laughs> some of them are bad enough that even I don't like them. Mm-hmm. Um, the and the Halloweens like mm-hmm. I, every when I was uh, when I was relatively young like when I was back when I was living in Georgia mm-hmm. uh, pre 2012 uh, I would watch all the slasher movies AMC would show all the slasher movies around Halloween right and I'd stay up late watching them uh-huh. and be like oh yay oh she got stabbed in the face Woo. oh she got hung from a thing yay yeah <laughs> so yep. I'm excited I haven't seen the trailer yet I've seen okay. a few things um like clips of it mm-hmm. somehow I don't oh when i saw them but i saw clips of the trailer know, gifts or something yeah but uh is it does it look good looks great oh I, it's good i have never seen a single halloween movie before but it like they're doing a, another sequel that they're making like 30 years later so this is it's like a it's like an actual sequel they brought jamie lee curtis back what really yeah oh fuck yes yeah ah! and like I really like I'm so this. excited though. I really I really like this thing that they're doing where they do a sequel that's like thirty years after the original and they bring yeah. back some of the original people like Blade Runner, twenty forty nine does. Yeah, so it was it was a good trailer. It's that eighties nostalgia, man. Yeah. So I'll I'll probably go have to go back and watch the original. Watch the original. To... We should watch them together. Yeah. <gasps> Let's do it. We should do an episode on it. Sure. We need to do an episode on slasher movies. Yeah. I have to get really caught up. Because <laughs> yeah. I mostly like never the, watched horror. There is about I'm going to say 23 movies that you need to watch for that episode. <laughs> oh, boy. We might split it up into multiple ones. Maybe we'll yeah. do, like, a, the month of October. Okay. We'll do, like, a horror month thing, and we'll yeah. do, like, a franchise per... Because I also want to do an episode at some point. It seems like we're starting to live in a new golden age of horror. 
Yes. So. I like it. Yeah. I dig it. All right. I dig it. Coming, I love it. Coming this October to ears near you. Ears near you. All right. And then the last one is just came out today. First Man. Oh. Neil uh, Armstrong Neil, with Neil Armstrong, uh, Ryan uh, Garsling. Frank, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say the words. I, I saw the trailer. Yeah. Or, or I saw the things of the trailer. Right. Um, It's not a trailer, though, is it? Yeah. It's a teaser? It's a it felt like a trailer. It's two and a half minutes. Oh, okay. We I mean, we've had two and a half minutes. Story, but like okay. we, we also know the story. We also story. know the story. Yeah. <laughs> um, what kind of movie is that going to be? Fine. Drama. It's, okay. it's the same guy who directed uh, Whiplash and La La Land, Damien Chazelle. Oh. Which is interesting. I'm wondering where the musical t- twist is. Yeah. One small step for man. <laughs> <laughs> One giant leap for mankind. Uh, there you go. We got All your right. musical there. There you go, Damien Giselle. An entire musical based yeah. on the moon landing. Uh, um, I don't know. It looks fine. Which is weird because I really like La La Land is my second favorite movie of all time. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. I actually like went through and figured out my approximate top ten list this week. Oh, yeah. cool. Um, we should we should do an episode on that. Yeah. On like our favorite once, movies. Once you've watched through a, a few of those others, yeah. and can. I mean, I kind of already have. Well, well yeah, top. you already have. Like a basically, list. the Lord of the Rings is like in right, the top three. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I mean, we'll give you some more experiences yeah. and well, expand give me, your world give a little me more bit. Movies, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything? Think... Oh, I do have news actually. Yep, I have a few like actual news things. Okay. Um, speaking of Game of Thrones, HBO has officially ordered a pilot for a Game of Thrones prequel show. Interesting. Set thousands of years beforehand, so it's probably oh. going to be like The Long Night and the lead up to that. Oh, I don't know what that means. I'm assuming I'll find out later It in the was show. when the White Walkers attacked the first time, okay. like 8,000 years ago, and they built okay. the wall after that. Okay. So. It's a fucking spoiler alert. God damn it, Matt. It's oh. <laughs> I said nonsense earlier in this episode with the intention of not cussing as much, but I st- I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. I'm so bad. Yep. <laughs> I am not a family friendly person. Nope, not in the slightest. So I don't have family. Wait, what? what? <laughs> literally at your family's house. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I have one news that I'm sure you saw it. I'm probably. And I'm the one who should say it mm-hmm. because I'm going to jump off a fucking building. I think I know what you're about to say. Say one word that will tip it off. Condom. Yeah, okay, yes. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I see what you're... You see where I went with that. Uh, Warner Brothers announced that they're doing a Jared Leto... Jared Leto... Leto? 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 I, I kind of I think we've settled it. on Leto. Leto? Okay, Jared Leto, Joker standalone movie. French for Leto. Leto! <laughs> probably sent a toe to somebody. Probably. Probably cut off his own toe. So, yeah. We're getting a Jared Leto Joker standalone movie. We're getting a uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker standalone movie. Probably. What the fuck balls? How? 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 Oh no! I can't fathom the greed and or lack of knowing how to make a franchise. That it, Warner Brothers is going through right now. It feels at this point like the people over at DC are just throwing a, an idea a day at the internet and seeing which ones they latch onto. Like, I feel like they just, they have a lit, they have a giant thing of, like, it's a giant dartboard mm-hmm. of characters. Mm-hmm. And they, like, 
it's a, like a huge, like one of those like uh, um, like Velcro things. And they yeah. put on a Velcro suit and they run and they jump off a trampoline and they jump to it mm-hmm. and whatever their dick is on and their face is on, they put it together. And that's a fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. I, so like they were like they did it. And their mm-hmm. dick was on Joker and their face was on Joaquin Phoenix and they're like Joker Joaquin Phoenix movie. And they did it again, and the dick was on Joker again, and this time it was on Jared Leto. I was like, hey, yeah. look, he already exists. Let's do this one, yeah. too. I was just like, un- inconceivable. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I am legitimately starting to think that they are just throwing ideas around, and they don't actually have any intention of making these movies unless they get some positive reaction. That is a terrible way to do this. Yeah, that's really dumb. Because you can't, you can't make... You can't make a good franchise based on what well, you can, but you shouldn't make a franchise based on something that you think would make money. Yeah, or just on strictly fan service. Just on yeah, okay, yeah, because that, that, there's that. Because if you do it based on fan service, there's mm-hmm. this level of the fans have an expectation, mm-hmm. and they need to live to that fan, that expectation. And if you don't, you'll get a Star Wars: the Last Jedi. Exactly. Which, I think that's a much better movie for not living to fan expectation. Yeah. Like, you do what you want. Right. You make a good movie, first and foremost. Yeah. If you want to make a Joker movie, stick to a Joker. Honestly, a Jared Leto standalone movie would be fine if you weren't also doing another Joker standalone movie. I'm just kind of opposed to the idea of a Joker standalone in general. Me too. But fucking... (laughs) Like it's getting it's getting to the point where it's so bad that I'm like willing to negotiate. <laughs> Lesser of several evils. Yeah. <laughs> like it looks like we're getting a Joker movie regardless, but pick one. Yeah. <laughs> My face did some weird things. Yes, though. it did. <laughs> uh, speaking of Star Wars: The Last Jedi, uh, oh, that may have been the well, Solo may have been the last movie I'm for Kathleen Kennedy because Kathleen Kennedy apparently may be stepping down. Yeah. Which I don't really know exactly how much power she has. If she's just a figurehead or if she actually makes a lot of creative decisions like Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. I know that she was very positive about Last Jedi, even though she knew that it was going to take some risks. Hmm. And she was very um, uh, insistent that Ryan Johnson take his own direction with the movie. And I think she was involved in the decision to bring him back to do his own trilogy. Okay. So I'm a little worried that they're May going have been to pushed out, possibly, and that they're gonna, or even that she's just resigning because they've had kind of a bad run recently, mm-hmm. uh, and then they'll bring in someone who's just a little more safe and not willing to take those risks. So a fan service. I'm yeah. I'm I'm starting to get a little worried about Star Wars moving forward. I have been. I mean, I, I kind of, I have, I have, I have not been quiet about it. I have yeah. been nervous. I have been like something that they've had six movies over the course of thirty years. Mm-hmm. Thirty years, forty years, late seventies, thirty years, forty, forty years, forty years last year. Yeah, so forty years of mm-hmm. of uh, six movies, and now they're just like movie, 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 right. because they know that the people who grew up with them are older and have kids that they want to share it with. Right. So now it's becoming money grabby. Right. It's and it's going to turn into oversaturation. Exactly. And I think the Star Wars stories are not where they're putting all their energy and that's mm-hmm. where you're starting to get bad movies. I mean, I know you love Rogue One. I love Rogue One, I'm but not a huge fan I know a lot of people don't. Um and I understand why. And you get you're so low. 
Yeah. Um, but it I it just I love Star Wars. Again, only watched it for ten years. Mm-hmm. Don't for fuck's sake, don't make it money. Don't make it money. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and you know what doesn't help this whole situation is fans who are so insane that they drive Kelly Marie Tran off of Instagram. Fuck them. Yeah. If you're a person that doesn't like Kelly Marie Tran for whatever reason, I mean, if you have an actual vendetta, like she killed your family or something, that's totally fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but but what's the so I've I've heard a little bit about this. I have my obvious yeah hatred towards so, those misog- misogynist racists. My shoot, my shoot. basically but, it's it's not even it's not even that it's just people that hated the character so much and hated the movie so much that they've been bullying her. And I'm sure there's lots of various ists that are using those tactics and that yeah. a lot of those arguments are being put on to people who are mad about their toy. Yeah. And, but that's a human being, people. Get it together. Matt's <laughs> I don't usually see Matt like this actually like perturbed about things. Yeah, no. This is legitimately <laughs> enraging. That is a real person who was super excited to be in a Star Wars movie. Look at her interviews before Last Jedi came out. And she was super happy and super upbeat about this chance to be in this iconic thing that she grew up with. And you are driving her away from that. And what's worse, you are driving people who want to be in these movies more away from this. Think about that from a creative perspective. Are people going to want to be in Star Wars movies? Are creative, interesting, smart, talented people going to want to be involved with these movies if they know that they're going to get death threats? If they know that they're going to get hounded by an anonymous mob on the internet? No, they're not. You're going to get crappy movies if you keep scaring people away. And that's beside the fact that, like, you're just harassing a person because she was doing her job. I'll have what he's having. (laughs) I've been bottling that up for a little bit. I can tell. That was, that was emotional, man. Yeah. No. No, no, I agree. Like, completely. It's fucking bullshit. I'll say the words that you won't say. It's fucking bullshit you are garbage human beings that deserve to rot in hell (laughs) i mean not that extreme but you are shit people (laughs) you're you're people that are taking the anonymity of the internet and i don't know a lot of you are probably decent people in real life but you're taking that anonymity and just letting your worst instincts out and that's not okay you have to stop and realize what you're doing and i know that people who listen to us aren't those people but yeah exactly like everyone that listens is like completely would completely be on her side that's the advantage to knowing everyone that listens is we know we have good people who are i don't even care if we have people that are like that and they're like oh these guys are being mean to me it's like fuck i don't want you listening to me you racist sexist kelly marie tranist (laughs) (laughs) that's it star wars original trilogyist (sighs) yeah prick yeah that's because this this is the other thing that makes me worried about the future of Star Wars now is if you have a scary fan base, creative people are not going to want to be involved anymore. People are yeah. going to not want to take risks anymore. You're going to get worse and worse content and you're going to kill it off slowly because. Do you think this is a, uh, a sign of a larger issue? I, I think feel it's like... I think it's more of just an artifact of the fact that the Internet is. A powerful Shit. weapon that we haven't really figured out exactly what we're doing with. Yeah. Like, people are all kind of nasty deep down. Uh, Human And nature. we gave them the perfect medium 
to let that nastiness out yeah. with no repercussions whatsoever. Yeah. And it's kind of inevitable that it's going to turn into this. I think just, just, it's just human nature. It was, it was destined to happen. Yeah. On a brighter note, E3 still sounds amazing. Yep. Kind of like do my little Preston's <laughs> video game segment. Yeah. Uh, E3 is this weekend, actually. Uh, the first, uh, is it? Jesus. It is. Wow. Okay, the Bethesda conference is tomorrow. It's actually going on right now, I believe. Oh. What? The fuck balls. Huh. Ah, okay. So, E3's... Ooh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> E3's happening. Uh, I am super excited about it. Uh, we obviously have more information about Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more like Rust, uh, which is kind of a online... Or not really online, but it's kind of a more survival... Uh, kind of collecting PvP, PvE. I don't know if you know what those mean. Player versus player, player versus environment. Good for you. I know some uh, things. You know some things. Uh, it's going to be more like Rust and uh, there's another game that people have been comparing it to. Uh, according to someone who apparently is close on the project. Uh, what else is there? Uh, they've announced the next Assassin's Creed, which is going to be set in ancient Sparta. Okay. They basically, it was just a little teaser thing. It was like, see you in E3. And it was just an assassin dude kicking a person off the thing. So it was like, fucking Sparta. Uh, what else is there? There's a lot of stuff going on. Apparently, Bethesda has some surprises for us. Maybe Elder Scrolls 6. <gasps> you don't know what that means. but I do know what that means. Do, do you know what it feels like, though? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> we're, we're, we're past the year of getting... I don't know if I explained that yet. No, I haven't. We're past the year of expecting Elder Scrolls 6. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of the rule of thumb for the past ones that uh, there have been that many years. The number of the, the game is that, that many years since the last one. Mm-hmm. So between Morrowind and Oblivion was five, four mm-hmm. years. Between Oblivion and Skyrim was five years. It's been seven years. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe we might get one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, I've decided. That would be as exciting for me as if George R. R. Martin said, I am done with the Winds of Winter and I'm releasing it on this date. Whatever soon okay there you go yeah and honestly it wouldn't surprise us because fallout 4 was like fucking at last or two years three e3 they were just like bethesda land fallout 4 coming out in two months yep it's like what yeah <laughs> as opposed to other 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 people who would be like this is coming out yeah in 2022 yep see you then <laughs> uh so yeah that no, was super exciting i think next week we're gonna do a video game episode uh i okay. need to actually contact brendan see yeah. if he wants to be on it we'll uh, have a guest we'll have a guest because i don't know anything about video games matt knows nothing about video games talking about them uh if i can't get anyone it'll just be me bitching and ranting and not probably not bitching and ranting because i love video games and video games hardly go wrong mm-hmm. uh well they do but cough cough battlefront too yeah <laughs> okay yes uh <laughs> but i mean after e3 everyone's like super hyped about every game yeah um so i will i mean honestly if i don't get a guest it'll be me talking about the games that, ca- that are coming out mm-hmm. uh kind of giving you like a rundown of what happened during e3 mm-hmm. and also talking about all the cringy moments of e3 because those happen so much yep it, have you seen like videos of nope i, oh, have, I have no investment you in should videos. you should watch the cringy moments in e3 okay because there's it's funny like for things like nintendo there's a huge language barrier because they're yeah. japan based and there's just some weird stuff that they do where it's like <laughs> The creators have to act, like, super excited, but they're not, like, actors, so it's, like, super fake and, like, oh, yeah. are you excited for this? And it's, like, broken English, and it's yeah. just so cringy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Every year they come out with, like, a video. It's, like, the top ten cringiest moments of E3, and it's okay. almost always Nintendo is, like, one and two. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, All yeah, right. no, E3 is happening this weekend. Bethesda starts tomorrow. 
Mm-hmm. Actually, it starts tonight if you're listening yeah. when it comes out. Uh, it starts tonight at 8.30 mm-hmm. uh, Central. And then Ubisoft, so Assassin's Creed, is tomorrow, if you're listening, mm-hmm. at 3 East, uh, okay. Central. Yep. So, I'm so excited! Also, I love E3! Also, if you're on Facebook... <laughs> Go on Facebook this week and tell us what you're excited about from E3. Yes. Uh, honestly, we can kind of make this a general video game episode. So, like, uh, as they come out, I will I will probably talk a little bit about the franchises that mm-hmm. sequels are coming out to. So, absolutely tell us, like, what your favorite video game franchises are, any stories you have a video, about a video game, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. I already know most of the people that listen what their answers are. <laughs> yep. No, nah, but... Go for it. We want to hear it. Yes, absolutely. At least Preston does. I'm I would love particularly to invested. But I, hey, I like invested. I like fan engagement. I have a lot of video games. That's not something that actually comes out very much. Mm-hmm. I love video games. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> <laughs> I try to get Matt to play sometimes, which is why we're doing Drunk Masters versus Sober Novice, exactly. which will be coming out soon. Coming yep. soon to a face near you. Whoa! <laughs> it's a video. We're doing different things. We're branching out. Yep. All right. I have two more small news items. Uh, one. We're 41 minutes. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this could just be like a news-ish week. It's not really catch-up week. It's just a bunch of things that are happening. All right. Well, Plus, I mean, we'll talk about our other thing. Yeah. Uh, just for people who, if you don't want to listen to this, uh, we are going to be kind of talking about the Oceans trilogy, Oceans 8. Yeah. Uh, really just kind of running through, talking some stuff. Yeah. Uh, we don't really have a structure for it. We'll it will just... be essentially the Ocean's 8 review. Right. So, spoilers we'll be, for that. But... We'll be thinking about it, but in context of the rest of the oceans. Yes. And, yeah. Exactly. Yep. Uh, my last two things. Uh, I have a quote from the Hellboy writer that gets me very excited about this movie. Not that I wasn't already, because uh, David Harbour. I am going to hire Matt Dalthorpe as co-writer. Exactly. That was <laughs> it. No. Uh, so, the quote is... I believe the new movie will feel even less like a regular superhero thing. The idea with this one was to make it play much less like a superhero film, to downplay the superhero elements even more than Del Toro did. This one is much more folklore slash mythology slash horror and not big team rushing in to do battle with whatever kind of stuff. Interesting. So I like that. They're branching out. They're doing some interesting things. So they're still writing that, right? Uh, It's... In, oh, they're starting production. They're, like, they're doing some production. I don't think it started filming yet, because I think it comes out late next year. Okay. Uh, it's not Ron Perlman, is it? No, it's uh, David Harbour from Stranger That's right. Things. Yes, that's right. I do remember yeah. that. Yes. Uh, I think I might have to read all the comics before. I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm going to have to get into some Hellboy. Yeah. Because, well, I, I like the Del, Tor- Del Toro movies, and I love David Harbour, and I love that he loves this role, so. What? What label is he under? Uh. He's not Vertigo. Might be Dark Horse? No, I don't think it's Dark Horse. Dark Horse, only thing Dark Horse has really done is Star Wars. Okay. What is it? It's, I think it might actually be Vertigo. Googling. Uh, you look that up while I have another little thing. Uh, mm-hmm. They basically, I think they have all of the cast for the next It movie. Uh, all of the grown-up uh, okay. people. Okay. Uh, they all announced. Uh, they announced today that they are, uh, I got to pull it up real quick. This is amazing. We're they are Dark Horse, t- by the way. They are, really? Yes. Interesting. Okay. I knew it. Ha! I knew a comics it. thing that you didn't. Uh, Isaiah Mustafa I as an older Mike. Don't know who that is. Uh, I don't either, but he is a dude, and he has been hired as the adult Mike. Well, good for him. Um, let me see. Uh, he joins uh, Jessica Chastain, who is the older Beverly. Okay, that's good. Uh, James that, McAvoy as an older Bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Hader as an older Richie. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Jay Ryan, who's Ben. Do you know who Jay Ryan is? 
No. I don't know who Jay Ryan is either. Uh, Jay Ryan. James Ransone. 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 Ranson as Eddie and Andy Bean as Stanley. Okay. So that's the full cast. Mm-hmm. We have the full cast. Uh, I suppose that means they're going to start working on it. Presumably. Like filming. Yeah. So. Cool. I'm excited, excited about that. Uh, last thing. Um, James Gunn has said that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to be, quote, very different. Which I think lends credence to our Infinity War theory. Check out our Justice oh, yeah! Losers minisode. Yes! Yeah. So, without giving away too much, that supports some key elements of our theory. Yes. Uh, also, side note, something we don't ever, I've, I've never actually talked about is there's still one giant Easter egg, apparently, in Guardians 2 that nobody yeah. knows. So, still waiting on that. Get on it. I'm not about to start watching frame by frame. Nope. Because I have much better things to do than the people who find these things. You have a thousand movies to watch. I have a thousand fucking movies to <laughs> not watch. Not one movie a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand times and a thousand times slower. Yes. All right. Is that movie. all the news? Been a lot uh, of news? That's, that's all the stuff I had. This is the time of the year for news, though. Yeah. Because it's like they start to – once the summer movies come out, they got to start getting you hyped for other things. Yep. So oh, and just start. wait. We'll have Comic-Con right around the corner. Oh, we'll probably have to do a full episode for. Boy, yes. <laughs> I love – see, E3 and Comic-Con are my favorite th- favorite mm-hmm. times of the year because I get so excited. Yeah. And I get to hear all the things. Yep. All the things. Yeah. All right. I'm more excited about E3, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, right, so so, we lied to you in our What You Been Up To because we did one thing together this week. We had very hard sex. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Right here on this couch. We recorded it, too. We'll be releasing it once we get it edited. (laughs) Edited. (laughs) Uh, No, we went and saw Ocean's 8. (laughs) Uh, Uh, I'm so uncomfortable now. Yep. Just Um, sending in all this jizz. That's why I'm trying to... I'm just trying to look past it and talk about <laughs> Ocean's 8, which was yes, a good Yes, we watched movie. Ocean's 8. Uh, uh, we are going to review it. Uh, it's going to be spoilery, but before we kind of get into that, Matt, what would you rate it? Mm. How about eight thumbs up? Eight thumbs up. <laughs> I mean, out of a number that is marginally more than eight, because I don't think it was perfect. But <laughs> <laughs> That is fair. But okay, no, it was it was good. I'm How going about eight to, out of eleven? I'm going to, I'm going to give it a very well done heist with very like with almost no issues mm-hmm. that happened at all. Okay, like it was just like it ran perfectly according to plan. Perfect crime. Perfect crime. All right. It was very good. In case you don't understand my cryptic, I loved it. Okay. Uh, I continue to. I continue to put it on par with Ocean's Eleven. Okay, I think it is slightly worse after having thought about it a little bit. You make it when you say slightly worse, it makes it sound worse than it actually is. It's slightly I mean, not ele- as good. Eleven is great. This one, I think, has some actual weak spots. Okay, more so than Eleven does. Yeah. Um, but no, it's. It, I think the thing I like best about it is that it manages to feel like an actual sequel, an actual addition to that canon, but mm-hmm. also enough of its own thing that it can be the kicking off point of a new independent trilogy. Yes, absolutely. Or mostly independent trilogy. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're going to kind of get into discussion. Uh, we're not going to like outright tell you the ending, but I mean, right. it's probably going to come out. Right, and we're probably going to end up spoiling some details and stuff. So I want to really quick get it. Mm, sorry. Uh, get into something I said in the car on the way back. I've been like hand massaging and like clapping a lot this episode mm-hmm. what is it sit on your hands okay yeah my hands are my 
butt is so sweaty. <laughs> um, <laughs> this really hurts. The way that I'm positioned on the couch is not comfortable. Okay. <laughs> um, so, real quick, I want to say that I think what they're going to be doing in the future, mm-hmm. another theory, is that um, they're going to do a trilogy of this, so 8, 9, 10. Yep. With that's her. Why they, that's with why they picked 8, naturally. Um, and then I think they're going to go to before that mm-hmm. to their dad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did a lot of setting up for that. There was a lot of like lineage. It's in the blood. Our dad was a heist right. master kind of stuff like that. Yeah. And that would put it, what, like you say, like 60s, 60s, 70s. Yeah. If you look like at that. roughly their age. Uh, Sandra Bullock and um, George, Clooney? George Clooney are not close in age. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't really like put right. perfect age and stuff in if there. we assume that they came out – if Ocean's Eleven was set in 2001 and then – What if they have different moms? Ocean's, yeah, that's possible. He's just – because their dad – like if you're looking at George Clooney, really any of the males in this – like they're like the sly – not any of them. Definitely not any of them. No. But definitely George Clooney is like – if he's anything like his dad, he's the kind of one that would, like, he would get around. Yeah. Cause, and especially if it's, like, the 70s or 80s. Like, it would not be completely frowned on because misogyny was totally fine back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, that'd be kind of a cool period piece. Might ev- it might even harken back to the original Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Maybe I something related to seen. that. Yeah. I haven't seen it either. Apparently, it's boring. That's what I hear. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if that's actually a direction they're thinking on going, but I really like the idea. We have one movie to base that on. Right. So there's they have, not, they have not even greenlit a sequel to this one yet. Yeah. So. Um, which I think they will. Yeah. This it's, is, this did very well. It's getting good word of mouth and it did not like tremendous at the box office, but it looks like it'll turn a comfortable yeah. profit. Um, only problem I kind of had with it, with it was it was structured very close to 11. Yeah. Um, and 11, 12, and 13, to my knowledge, I didn't get a chance to watch them again before this. Mm-hmm. They're structured differently. Yeah, they go – I mean, 13, I think, is very much like 11. There's not the whole montage of they have to set up all the characters, but also the heist yeah. is a lot longer and more complicated. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, well, I think part of the problem is if you're doing an Oceans movie and it's a first one where you have to introduce at least eight different characters – Yeah. Your structure is going to end up being about the same. Yeah, and you can't really put too much complication into the plot or right. into the um, into the heist, because then it gets long and convoluted. Right. That's. But I, I. Go ahead. Th- I think that's actually kind of the beauty of what this movie did really well, and the mm-hmm. same thing with Ocean's Eleven did is that like, they don't really have to explain the plot. Right. It's more of a show don't show not tell. Yeah. So like. You see the little build-ups to, like, oh, there's a blind spot. What's the blind spot for? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have a fake uh, thing. When's that going to come in? Obviously, right. they're going to do a switch right? Um, and stuff like that. And then they just do the heist, and they start to show, like, oh, that's what the blind spot is for yeah. so that a person can go in and mm-hmm. out, and then that's yeah. why. And, like, and it, then they bring in the stuff they didn't tell you about, Yeah, and that's always fun. I, en- I enjoyed the uh, – uh, Sandra Bullock was in plain sight the whole time because mm-hmm. George Clooney didn't do that. Right, he was actually involved in the heist. Didn't he actually have to get, like, do something more than what he was expecting to? Um, I think he did. Like something went wrong, so he had to step in and do something. Maybe I might be wrong. It might I be something else. I, was I don't of. think. I anyway, don't that. Um, anyway, yeah, I I think this one had a kind of a tighter, more compact, more contained heist yeah. than any of eleven, twelve, thirteen. I think that's partly a stylistic thing because you look at what Soderbergh did with those three and it's 
all of it is over the top the dialogue and the banter is just all over the place and really chaotic and then the heists themselves just compound on themselves and get really complicated and this one was a little tighter i think that was partly to its advantage partly it almost ended up feeling a little anticlimactic almost a little i felt okay so actually what what you're saying right now kind of bleeds into what i was just thinking about that Mm -hmm. i feel like it might think it's anticlimactic because there wasn't a like specifically speaking uh, a giant machine that like a giant emp machine right um this one was sly everything i mean like the moment the thing went missing they started rejecting people but that was a uh that was a symptom symptom i guess of what would actually be reacting to right but instead of them like cutting power to the entire block right um it was a lot more discreet and well planned like they Mm -hmm. did that uh, uh, and um they caused a chaos that they used to their advantage yeah um which i suppose in 11 they did too like emp machine people went crazy and then that's when like guards were drawn to the floor being crazy right um but i don't know it it felt i liked that a little more they were more discreet yeah under the table i I think i think the heist in general worked i think there were some spots where i was like that feels kind of like a hole like they, they put the necklace on a tray at one point, and it's just a random waiter carrying it into the kitchen. Yeah. For one thing, there's a very audible clink when they put it down, yep. and it's very much in plain view. And that felt a little like, that, surely someone would notice that. That, that point, that like transition point, mm-hmm. did get me very much like, something's going to go wrong. Like when yeah. they started talking about, those kids started talking about pot, I was like, the other kid's going to see it. Yeah. be like, what's that? And then it's be like, fucking game over. Yeah. Um, But... And I like it. There was a. I feel like there was actually something that could have gone more wrong with it that it could have explored. It did like, go. Yeah, it did go very straightforward. Like when he set it down, and then she came and yelled at him. Mm-hmm. He picked it up a different way, mm-hmm. uh, and that's like perfect. Like something going wrong, like the case being set on top of the the cart. Right. Like something that you weren't expecting, and then it like puts a kink in the plan, and then they Adds have to work tension. away with it. Yeah. yeah. But it was just like she just saw it. And just took it and continued. Maybe that's why I thought it was anticlimactic because it felt like there was a little less tension. Now that I think about it, there were very few kinks. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it still worked. It's still an enjoyable heist. It it is, but I think I think now that more I think about it behind, like a plan that goes off without a hitch, isn't a fascinating thing to watch. Really, like it's cool to watch, Mm -hmm. but like. You're not feeling anything the whole time. Like, you kind of know. Yeah. I mean, it's still fun to watch the cleverness. Yeah. And, like, you can also, you can, if it's not the focus so much, like Logan Lucky, which is also Steven mm-hmm. Soderbergh, um, I feel like the heist does go a little more smoothly in that one. But that one's also a little more of a character-driven movie, although the heist itself is great. I think, well, and I think that kinks in the plan are a way to develop a character more. Mm-hmm. Like, with, uh, um... Oh, the the again going back to the example of the case being set on top of the cart, mm-hmm. the moment that men men, uh, Yan Yan I never get his Amazing name right. Yan. Uh, when, when he the moment he realized that there was some top, he reacted quick enough to catch the chain. Right, and that's something that like built to his, built to his character as someone who can react quickly, mm-hmm. knows what's going on, is kind of self, is kind of spatially aware. Right, um, there were really no moments of that in this where the yeah. woman could. Uh, improvise and make sure the like like basically if you think of it a linear line mm-hmm. uh 
of the pl- of the plan exactly how it goes. Mm-hmm. Ocean's Eleven kind of takes like swerves, right? And the people who were involved in those swerves do what needs to be done to get it back to that line, right? And there were none of those. To, that I guess I, think I guess thinking back, there's one. The guard goes into the kitchen while she's like cutting up the necklace in the bathroom. But that's a really minor thing. It is kind of minor. It was solved immediately. Yeah. It. it I guess I just have to point it out because it was there. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, okay. Yeah. That's fair. Um, mm-hmm. and like. Because, like, uh, that wasn't really, like, a huge kind of, like, show-stopping thing where it's like, oh, shit, he's right. going to see her. Because, like, with uh, obviously the case is the one I can think of the most. Like, mm-hmm. everyone in the everyone that was, like, involved was like, fuck. Right. It's on top. What's he going to do? We can't contact him. Right. Like, let's hope he sees it. Um, and then there was, like, the when he got his hand caught in the um, yep. the thing. Like, that yep. was another kink. and like More tension. And then more tension, more tension, more tension. And then, like, his character development is, like, he was funny. He, like, he was just like, the fuck took you so long? <laughs> Didn't he say that? Yep. It was a PG-13 movie, wasn't it? Yep. They allowed you, one fuck. You can get away with one. And Yan said it. No, you can get away with two as two long as you... Two non-sex related. Right. And as long as you don't have too much other stuff, I think. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so I think that that is to Ocean's 8's detriment. Mm-hmm. That it didn't allow the characters to have the skills necessary necessary to take a deviation back to the plan. Right. Um, and I think that's something that adds to the Ocean's Trilogy, where it, mm-hmm. they're all phenomenally skilled. And, like, um, I really didn't get as much of a feeling from 8. I'm starting to talk this movie down. <laughs> I love this movie. Like, yeah. I will go watch this movie again, but it's, like, the minute details. This is what we do. Yeah. We nitpick. There, there are fucking cinema sins. There are weaknesses. <laughs> it's, it's, um, yeah. I didn't get the feeling about how much they had done before it. Like, uh, right. Debbie, I did. Like, she's yes. obviously done stuff. Yeah. She got arrested. Right. Um, but in the Oceans trilogy, like, you see that, like, uh, Rusty, uh, Danny, uh, Linus is new, and that's something that they play to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, uh, Otis, uh, uh, Saul, like, these are all guys that have done this stuff. Yeah. Their whole lives. You, do and you get can more feel it. The experience. And you kn- and you know and they know like what works and what doesn't. Right. But you don't really get that with Ocean's Eight. You get a bunch of people that like okay, so she has a bunch of stuff in her garage making mm-hmm. this one fucking lady behind us cackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I think I noticed you actually like look over there. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was kind of obnoxious. Yeah. Um not you, the lady. Yes. Uh I got that they all had their little like crimes, like Right. Um uh, Rihanna's, Constance, Rihanna's a hacker. Constance is a pickpocket. Is a pickpocket but like it that. also it felt like there was no connection. It's just like we need someone who is a pickpocket. Let's yeah. This person is a good pickpocket. Yeah. And we need someone who is a hacker. Let's get this hacker. Yeah. Just because they're a hacker, not because they have a relation. Exactly. Yeah. World. They, not and they, they trust know people because that's something that like they really did. Like the I get I thinking back mm-hmm. uh, in Ocean's Eleven when they're getting everyone, they know these people. Uh, I think Yan is new because uh, they yeah. just watched him right um and obviously linus is new right but everyone but they else, also I they think... know they know his family they know yes, his reputation exactly, yeah um so there's more of a like i have a list of people like we need these people here's a list of people of our contacts already right. let's pick from them and instead of oceans eight it was just like we need these kind of people let's just go get them off the street right um so i felt like that was to its detriment too that there wasn't already a connection which yeah. I, maybe they could do more with. Yeah, well, this this is a building a connection, so like, there's yeah. definitely room for good sequels yeah. with these characters. Uh, what did you think? Obviously, I know, but for the for the fans, 
fans for the winners yeah. for the winners what did you think about the uh the connect the tie-ins from the i think i think it was perfectly done there was um in, like in general the respect for the the ocean's legacy was perfect mm-hmm. it made it clear that um this is something that is connected to the ocean's franchise to those characters but it also let it stand on its own and i think the cameos were a good way to do that yeah um you just you have reuben come in and just reuben that's his name yeah just say a few words and it's like oh that's a nice cameo yeah and it feels like that's going to be it and then they throw the yan cameo at the end yeah and that's good uh and um you thought you mentioned in the car that you thought that there might be an argument that it feels like he's taking away from the the central taking team. a role away from them yeah and i um i figured that they're kind of just using him as a tool yeah. and it strengthens that tie to that existing world mm-hmm. if they do bring him in uh so i i think it makes sense i think it's not him taking over the job and doing something it's just they need an acrobat I, I also one. i also pointed this out that it probably would have felt more derivative if they had just created a new acrobat character, yeah. a new women acrobat character, and threw her in and be like, okay, well, this one's the Yan ripoff. Because yeah. the nice thing about this team is there's not, like, perfect analogs to there are most of them. The, the kind of the two main ones, there's the, there's the ocean, yeah. and then there's the best friend right. who yells at them for doing something that's, like, a little more, right. more than just the heights. That being said, the best friend, Kate Blanchett's character in this case, felt like kate blanchett instead of kate blanchett trying to be the trying to be uh, brad pitt character brad pitt, yeah yeah no I, I definitely give her that yeah yeah no the the if we're if we're talking about the actresses themselves all of them were fucking phenomenal yeah um, like... i compared this to uh the the ghostbusters because people are like oh no this is gonna do bad because people aren't don't like the women reboots and stuff mm-hmm. like that because ghostbusters tank yeah it's like ghostbusters if you look at these act the actresses in ghostbusters they're not like groundbreaking phenomenal actresses they're good actresses yeah but they're not sandra bullock kate blanchett rihanna surprisingly rihanna's rihanna's really getting pretty good at this whole acting thing. <laughs> yeah um, um and hathaway and hathaway who stole this movie by the oh way oh my god she was the strongest point of the movie <laughs> yeah like her you, you mentioned this in the car like her ability to go to extremes without feeling wrong yeah was just like breathtaking she played six different characters in one and it felt like one person not a person with multiple personality disorder exactly she she played a character who had depth and who had brains yeah to it It, like she everything she did had a purpose right and yet it it was also she was perfect at playing just like the dumb superstar celebrity yeah yeah and then she turns around and she's like i'm not fucking dumb yeah i wouldn't i saw all this i know what's going on yeah she's like smart and she's like you know what yeah might as well make some money off which by the way um you pointed the you you thought of this theory with the first trailer you you Uh, figured out i knew hannah was gonna be the eighth member she was gonna be the eighth ocean i called it from the first trailer i was like there are seven people sitting in that room every time they're like yeah, it's like the do 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 of the of uh, uh-huh. these boots are meant for walking, and it always plays all eight of those yep. together. And I'm just like, fucking, she's the eighth. Yeah, and I knew it. And they end up bringing her in, and it's oh, it's good. Yep. So I'm I'm proud. One of for one on somebody. theories. I'm gonna ignore that. What? Well, because you said that Danny wasn't gonna be dead, although you, that wasn't you a leaned over that... and said that to me in the theater. So. Yeah. Okay. No, that was less of like a theory where I had like. Pl- like evidence and stuff right. like that. that was more of just like oh please yeah that would be amazing yeah. 
Because I would, I really would have liked that. I feel like it actually does better for the movie if he is dead because it doesn't, it doesn't take from this movie and go, oh hey, and here's Danny to overshadow yeah. everyone. Yeah. Um, but it would have been, it would have made sense to the family if like his last heist was like life insurance fraud. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I th- I think you're right. I think you would have overshadowed, and mm-hmm. I think, like her going to the grave in the last scene felt like a deliberate misdirect that was kind of emotional yeah i like actually had a little bit of a bubble in my throat where she was Mm -hmm. just like you would have loved it yeah it was just like oh no (laughs) it was a sweet moment um Um, what else is there i have i had something else i was gonna say and i forgot what it was uh i was gonna say the opening scene i really really liked because there was gonna be a lot of pressure on that scene she's Uh, at her uh, parole uh, hearing uh, Oh, and yes. she gets out of her parole hearing, and then she goes and she shoplifts a bunch of stuff. And watching, okay, no, watching the, watching the jail scene at the very beginning, mm-hmm. I immediately was like knocked down a notch. Like, oh no. Yeah, I was initially like the first shot knocked down a notch because they, like, did you hear that? I did hear that. I think it was just paper being knocked off. Knocked Sounded off like by it. The fan. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, like it's. I mean, it's very obviously just they're saying, yeah, look, this is an oceans movie. We're starting with an ocean being uh, their parole hearing, and but then they almost immediately start differentiating it just by the character. Yeah, because Danny is kind of he's cool and under he's, the radar. He's careful. Yes, and I really like that. He was careful. He mm-hmm. did. He started immediately working on his plan. Right. But he was careful about right. it. Right. She's much more brazen. Like she's she's <laughs> yeah. talking about bringing in more cartons of cigarettes with the guard who's letting her out and giving yeah. her stuff. And then she immediately goes and shoplifts and, like, cons her way into a hotel room. And it's good. It, it, it makes her feel like her own character and this feel like its own movie. It's got this mm-hmm. confidence to it. Yeah. It's the, I, it's the, I feel like it's a very younger sibling thing. Yeah. Like, the older sibling is careful and the younger sibling is just like, fuck it. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah. Confidence. And, and, and it immediately makes her into her own character. Yes. So. I loved it. I loved that scene. That was a very funny scene. Yeah. And there's a lot of pressure on that scene because yes. people are coming in like, oh, it's an all-female reboot. And so it's not going to be good. But yep. then – the first scene had to sell it and yeah. it, it did i think i think off uh, i had something else that i wanted to say but i completely forgot what it was do you have anything else you want to say um i'm slightly more in love with Anne hathaway now than i was before <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh james corden was surprisingly good yes i am not a huge fan of his tv show i don't know what it is but i never actually find myself laughing I, at it i found him a little annoying in the yeah. past but his character was, he was great. very good yeah yeah he threatened to steal the show for the whole five minutes he was on screen yeah <laughs> um uh what else is there i think the banter and kind of the, just the general dialogue was a little weaker uh partly because Soderbergh's style is so unique yeah that it, it I think it would have felt cheaper if they'd have tried to imitate it but the problem is there's just no way to be as individual as he was yeah and so it was just naturally going to be a letdown so it's not the writer's fault it's just it was kind of inevitable yeah. once Soderbergh wasn't attached uh, the music was great the music, music was great. uh was very similar to the original trilogy like stayed loyal to the original trilogy mm-hmm. tone of it yeah the tone wise right was very good was very close yes it was yeah, amazing they captured the spirit while updating the details to make yep. it not feel dated perfect yep and it's not all about casinos it's more ah there's something that's very different that's true it's not about casinos because that's all that uh well no they 12 is not 12 is not but 12 is also not so good yeah um but yeah no they were like much more well i was gonna say like up like um What's the word I'm looking for? Like, out there. Like, everyone sees it. Conspicuous. 
No. Ostentatious. No. Uh, like high high profile. High profile. High profile. There we go. There it is. Uh, but then again, stealing like the most valuable jewelry off the neck of like one of the most famous women. Right. Is definitely high profile. <laughs> right. Um, so. oh, I was gonna say I didn't love. Uh, I was I was really hoping that they would have Anne Hathaway just play herself or have like some actress play herself. Yes. Um, like even at the Met Gala, there was a surprisingly small around amount of recognizable faces. I only recognize Heidi Klum. Yeah, and that was because they like pointed her out. Yeah, I think I saw Kim Kardashian walking around in the background. Maybe. I don't think knowing the Kardashians, I don't think they would settle for just a background role. I don't know. Maybe they got someone look alike. It's possible to do that. But that that felt like a little bit of a letdown, especially like, like the gag in twelve. Yeah, was. But, but they did come back to it. They did come back to it. I love that at the very end they had like the character that Anne Hathaway is playing as a director directing Anne Hathaway the actress. Yeah. That was, I think that that made up for not having it be Anne Hathaway. And the also, character. she made fun of herself. She's like, it's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was very good it was that was a good moment uh so any final thoughts we are at an hour and 10 minutes all right uh i didn't have anything else i posted a written review on our facebook page with more details about my thoughts but basically i liked it it's i don't think it's quite as good as 11 but it's certainly not a betrayal to the legacy of the franchise and mm-hmm. i think it's definitely better than 12 and 13 uh well worth seeing go see it in theaters we should i hope we get a sequel and the more money we oh, get oh yes it, please yeah Oh, yeah, I already, like, posted on Facebook immediately. I was like, go see Ocean's 8. It's amazing. Yep. Uh, and then I got a lot of likes from people who don't often, like, like my stuff on Facebook. So mm-hmm. hopefully those people will go out and do the same thing. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. I talked to some people in person about it. Oh, I don't do that. I was helping a friend move on Friday. You can help and me move? Probably. Whenever we get asbestos moved from the house. Yeah. Fucking yeah. I'll probably, I'll probably do that. Damn cancer. But, yeah, I talked, talked to all the people, and I was like, yeah, Ocean's 8. It's good. Go check it out. All so. right. I'll see you. Uh, we shoutst. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this. You've never said no. It's because I've never had more to say. Someday you'll catch me mid-rant, and I'll just be like, <laughs> no, let me keep going. <laughs> just mid-like Suicide Squad rant, just be yeah. like, shouts be like, fuck off. <laughs> uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes if you want to listen. Tell us about your video game things. Yes. Uh, keep an eye on our YouTube channel because we will have our first episode of Drunken Master versus Sober Novice. Drunk Master, not Drunken Master. Okay. It's just Drunk Master versus Sober Novice. All right. Drunk Master versus Sober Novice. We'll have that at some point. Uh, we also have recorded a booze and booze. Uh, the whole process for oh, that yeah. is coming along. <laughs> I gotta edit that, don't I? <laughs> I completely forgot that happened. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I'm the worst. We'll figure out how we're doing all that in a bit. Yeah. Um, but that exists, so we'll have more content coming to you. With guest stars, Gage, I'm his best man, Karolchek. <laughs> <laughs> That's his nickname. That's his official nickname now. Uh, and his sister, who was very funny, yep. uh, Jess Karolchek. Right. She, they were both in town. Oh, he, well, obviously, he lived here at the moment. Uh, right. She was in town to actually take him away from me. So, uh, and we, we hate her even though she was a great guest. Yes, she was very funny. Yes. Good to have her around. Yep. Um, you can also check us out on... You're just like... My your hands, hands are going, my man. My hands can't stop, man. You can't stop the hands. <laughs> you can also check us out on Facebook and Twitter. 
uh we're on twitter at justice losers pod uh we're also justice losers pod at gmail.com if you want to email in with an elaborate list of every video game you've ever played yes awesome i would honestly love to have a straight up conversation with someone about video games yeah please this fucking idiot over here doesn't play video games and i can't have intelligent conversations about e3 with him someone talk to me yeah send Preston interesting stuff you want to talk about if you have just other random stuff you want to talk about random ideas for episodes or for movies you want us to go see or things hit us up on one or all of those mediums and we will probably take a look because we don't honestly get very much fan engagement because we don't have very many fans so then we'll probably listen to what you say we will we will i mean we did we did like we had what mark and sean were both like hey we want this idea and we fucking did it within a month yep <laughs> yeah so yeah well, sean's was a while because we had to get through yeah. a bunch of our ideas but anyway Thanks for listening. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.